Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right. I'm taking calls. This is my last hour on the fan, so we're going straight through the calls. I've said enough, and I'm congested anyway. Rather hear from you guys, hear what you have to say. I'll obviously respond and, you know, converse with you, but you guys lead the way. I think most of the calls are lining up Yankees, Mets, offseason talk. And, that you know, that makes sense for sports talk radio. You can only do so much NBA conversation right now. You can only do so much NHL conversation right now. We will, though, if you call up 877-337-6666. Let's hit it. First up, Gene in Secaucus on the fan. Hey, how are you, Keith? I'm How's good. Everything? I'm good. Thanks for calling up. Um, I, I know you're a big Devils fan like me. Um, yeah, yeah, rough, uh, rough one tonight. I, rough one tonight. Well, man, I'm not even concerned about tonight. What I'm concerned, I have two questions. Because you're a Devils fan, maybe you could help me out. I can't. I'm in New Jersey, like you, and I can't watch the Devils, Rangers, Islanders, Knicks because Comcast. I got Comcast. Oh have, yeah, because the MSG deal. Yeah. yeah. So my question to you, Keith. Where do you watch the Devils games? Because I know, I mean, where do you watch them? You Fubo right? TV streaming platform. Oh, yeah. What is it? You, you, you Hoopo TV? Fubo TV. F-U-B-O TV. I, I worked there in 2017, 2018. I'm oh. probably going to be Fubo for life, but I mean, try okay. it out. It's a, it's a cable replacement. It's over the top streaming platform. Uh, they have all the MSG channels. They have MLB okay. Network, NFL Network, NBA TV. They've got like Pac-12, ACC Network, SEC Network. Uh, when I worked there, I remember they were like building this dream platform for sports fans where you could stream. I just want to see the Devils. I don't care about anything else. My yeah. second question is this: Where can I listen to the Devils? I I, don't, I can't listen to them on the you, radio. You can. So the Devils, on... the Devils have their own like digital. Yeah, yeah. Broadcast. The devil, yeah, they, they used to be on WFAM, but now they still do the call. I just, I was on the call last time I was at the game with Matt Lachlan. It's, uh, I think it's through ESPN, one oh one oh four five, the team ESPN radio for for Devils yeah. now. Yeah, and and you can listen online. And I think and there's you know an app I too. Do? I usually go to the NHL app on my phone. Yeah, when I go to the scores, they give you the option to, to listen to the game. You know, yeah. 
is, is that the way sports is going now? I mean, we're going to have to eventually pay the streaming. No. The, now? Is that a new, well, yeah, I mean, that that's the way I it's mean, going. I was about to say, the way sports is going now, these streaming platforms, they sell the rights to these different networks, and these networks have streaming, streaming platforms. I think MSG yeah. may have an app where you can just get all the MSG channels. But it sucks that, you know, Comcast yeah. is a type of – you know, cable company that they make a decision based on, you know, how many people they feel are watching it, if it's worth them to to sign with MSG. I remember when they dropped Yes Network a few years back, like 2015 or 14, they dropped uh, Yes Network and people were yelling and screaming about that. But it's a decision yeah, they made based off of their, you know, their data, how many people are, you know, tuning into that channel. I know I would, I wouldn't have them if, if I was a Comcast in a Comcast area. I would just get their internet and I would stream everything. But, you know, even with like Yes Network and MSG, you need a cable login to log in. For a while, I was just using my mom's login because, like, my mom's always going to have cable, but she's never going to use the digital side of it. So yeah. I ended up just taking her email and password and, and logging in for a while. I don't know. It's just the way that it's all money, it's all business. It's the way that uh, futures going, the technology is. They want you to be able to watch on your phone, tablet, MacBook. Uh, any TV system, be able to you know cast it to any t- smart TV. So the way of doing that is to take it from just you know cable boxes to wherever you can stream it over the top. Yeah, when, and uh, before I go, what I know you're a Cowboys fan like me. What's your take on uh, where the Cowboys are right now? They they're gonna smash the Texans, and then they're gonna I smack the Jaguars. <laughs> And and I I hate to say it like they're they're reeling us all in as Cowboys fans right they make you believe I but I think they're fraudulent still I can't yeah, I yeah. can't believe that they're gonna actually put it together this year but when you look at the NFC right you see Brock Purdy yeah. is the starting quarterback of the Niners you know you can't wait for them to face the Eagles on Christmas hey, Eve. Wait a minute, last year last year we lost to the 49ers in the first round. I might see him again. Very to Garoppolo and you know I'm not that anything bad about Garoppolo but. <laughs> I the Cowboys are frauds. The, they, they, the 49ers are a good team. The 49ers are very 49ers good. The 49ers are a good team. Might run into yeah. them again. It might get beat by Brock Purdy. Like, the yeah. Cowboys are, and, and, are frauds until proven otherwise. Yeah, you know what I the thing about the Cowboys is that they got a great defense, but they give up a lot of plays on the run, on the pass. They're a heavily penalized team, and that's on coaching. So uh, And they're they going to turn the ball of- over. If, if if Dak doesn't throw a pick or two, like, I, I'm I'm happy. And I hate to throw Dak under the bus because he's been playing very well, and him coming back has saved this whole season, right? If he was out any longer, and Cooper Rush deserves a lot of respect for keeping the team afloat too. But I just expect them to get into a playoff situation and Dak is, is airmailing the ball or CeeDee Lamb's running the wrong route, he's getting picked. The defense gives up a big play, and then they just can't convert third downs or can't make the big play. I, I'm 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 hurt. I have too much PTSD. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's been a traumatic experience rooting for the Dallas Cowboys uh, since the early '90s, and I just don't believe that they're good enough to get it done until I see them do it. Quick thing, quick thing. Odell Beckham Jr. Is he on the Cowboys? I mean, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. And he was on the show or uh, the shop. Amazon Prime's like alternate feed last night talking about oh why should I play in the in the regular season I just want to play in the in the playoffs when the lights are brightest like bro what are you talking about no one's signing <laughs> you just for the playoff run they need to see how you run how you cut they need to like practice with you they need to get you uh, some game reps like what they're not just throwing you into a high stakes game like that so with Odell I was I was I was I like the idea I was with it because the whole Cowboys like team campaign for him like they look so thirsty for him but i think everybody checked him out just or at least talking to him you know on these visits and they're like 
If you can't help us this year, why would we sign you? We we could potentially sign you in in the offseason. Maybe no one signs you. Yeah, injuries, you know. I, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him. James Washington. Cowboys. That's a name to look out for. James Washington, who played for the Steelers. The Cowboys picked him up in the offseason. I think he, like, broke his foot in preseason. He's healed up. He's supposed to be coming back. So if you got, he's not the same James. He's not the same James Washington of the Cowboys that got the MVP in that Super Bowl against the uh, Bills. You know there was a James Washington. No, no, that's, no. That's, I, maybe no. He maybe didn't get related. the Super Bowl. But he got two interceptions. Maybe related to Remember him. That? This James Washington is probably twenty years younger than him. Uh, oh, I know, I know. I was just joking. I was just no, joking. I know. I'm like maybe it's his his son, but no, I'm looking at him. That's not his son. But he's supposed to be coming back this week or the next week. And if you already have CeeDee Lamb playing at a high level as he is, I'm proud of CeeDee this year. He has turned into the number one receiver they thought he was. Michael Gallup back from the ACL. They're getting him going. They've got two tight ends. They've got two running backs. Yeah, two big tight ends. They do. Ferguson. It's all uh, there. But but how many Dallas Cowboys teams have you seen over the years? It's all there. You can go back to the Tony Romo, Tony Romo, Des Bryant, DeMarco Murray teams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, they went to the playoffs. I think. I mean, I'm 59. I'm. A, I think I'm a lot older than you. But since they won the Super Bowl against the Steelers in the '95 season, I think they've only been to the playoffs maybe seven times. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, they've, they've they, lost. They they've lost to the Packers loaded. twice in the playoffs, I believe. They've yeah. lost to the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, they've yeah. lost to the Giants twice. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they yeah. they usually just fail, and a lot of times they're one and done. They were able to beat mm-hmm. the Lions, I think, in 2015 to advance, and then they got beat in the next round by the Packers. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're frauds to me. I'm I'm just loyal. You know, I picked the Cowboys when I was a, a baby, when I was four or five years old because they were winning Super Bowls, and I stuck yeah. with them. It was but, easy back then, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not delusional. Yeah. There's a lot of delusional Cowboys fans, friends of mine. This is our year, man. You got to believe. I'm like, no, I have to believe when I – I believe it when I see it. Until then, I'm reserving – I'm not getting all geeked up. I'm not getting all fired up for the Dallas Cowboys yeah. to disappoint me again. Nope. No, sir. Yeah. yeah. Keith, thank you so much for conversing with me. A big pleasure. Uh, I don't know if you know, I'm a guy from Jersey City. All those things that I call the musician. Yeah, I remember you, Gina. I remember your okay, voice, good, man. Good, You're, good. You, got a, you got a distinct yeah. voice. And, uh, you know, I remember the, the, the calls we had. I looked up some of your music. You had some, some stuff Listen, right there you on YouTube, Spotify. Yeah, listen, if you the songs are all copyrighted to me, I noticed that you play a lot of music on your show, so feel free. Uh, I own all the rights. If you want to put them on the uh, company, because like, I know after the commercials, you always put on the music, but, you know, feel free. Because yeah. everything's copyrighted and uh, E-Man. that'd be great. But <laughs> E-Man's behind the glass. He's producing. Thanks for the call, Gene. We'll have to get some of Gene's uh, rock music on, on the breaks coming in and out. Instead of, like, Depeche Mode, Personal Jesus, or... Lenny Kravitz, American Woman, or I don't even know what they'd be playing out here, to be honest with you. Oh, cash that. Did you see me hit that shot? I just hit a shot. I'm blowing my nose every break, so I just uh, balled up the Kleenex, and I just j- drilled the jumper in here. It's probably on camera if they check the, the SNY cameras. That's a, that's a three-pointer. That's pretty deep from here. E-Man's going to act like he didn't see it. He's like, no, nah, I, didn't, I didn't see you, bro. <laughs> I'm not paying attention to you. Kobe. Let's go to Junior in Brooklyn next up on the fan. Hey, Keith. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, yeah. Um, love your show. Um, and um, First and foremost, Keith, um, you know, condolences to Grant Wall's family. 
a very sad thing. Yeah, and, it's a sad uh, story, and I, I hope I hope we don't find out what we all are suspecting and thinking that there was foul yeah. play. But yes, rest in peace to him and condolences to his family. Yeah, exactly. I I can't imagine what they're going through right now, and you know, as I've always been a a, a fan of his and admirer. <laughs> yeah, solid um, dude, and he was only out there trying to promote positivity, and yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, exactly. Um, to my baseball point, Keith, uh, Pete Alonzo, you guys brought it up earlier. Yeah, Pete Alonzo's Pete gonna Al- get thirty million from Steve Cohen. Moneybag Co is gonna have to pay him thirty million times eight years. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Thirty million. Not even times joking. Eight years in a couple yeah, years, exactly. if they don't lock him up. He's going to be making ridiculous money on the on the free agent market. Mm-hmm. I I think they should try to lock him up right now. Thirty million eight years is a good deal. I think Pete would would take that. Oh yeah, because- well if, if they try and if they were to hit him up and 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 <laughs> give him thir- uh, eight for thirty right now, of course he's taking that. But I was talking yeah. to to Paul and and I know you probably heard earlier. I'm like, you know. Freddie Freeman's getting 27, Matt Olsen's getting 21, but every year yeah. the number goes up. So if they wait, we're expecting him to be worth 30 million in like 2025. This year, if the, if Steve Cohen comes to him and says, "Hey, we'll give you eight years for 30 million right now," he's taking that. He's not even. He's he's, he's probably it, crying yeah. crying tears of joy. Like, wow, really? <laughs> of course, of course. And if you think about it, there's only one. Per, you know, one first baseman that's better than Alonzo, and that's Paul Goldschmidt. You know, depending, so, on, who, depending on who you ask. In the whole league, there's only one first baseman better than Pete Alonzo, or just the National League, or the whole Major League Baseball. In the National League, we'll start with the National League. Yeah, well, I mean, Goldschmidt is Goldschmidt is the, is the MVP. Know, he's he's the best, right? But he's I already the just mentioned I the contracts Alonzo of Freddie Freeman. Second. Freddie Freeman and Matt Olson aren't in that conversation as well. Um, you know what? I love Freddie Freeman, even though he's a he he used to be a brave, but you know I I've always loved it. It's weird. Like I don't know, Keith. Maybe you you've had like a player that that um, played for like a team you hated, but you love them. Like for me, it's Chipper Jones and Freddie Freeman, <laughs> you know, for the Braves because the Mets are always in competition with the Braves. But those guys are so good that you you, you can't yeah, help you respect but love it. them. It sucks to play against them, but they're so good you gotta respect it. Exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, but you know, I guess you know, yeah, maybe you could put Freddie ahead of Pete. I don't think Olsen is ahead of him, though. No, and I, I'm not going to argue with you, Pete. Like I said earlier, giving him his props, he's an all-star, home run derby guy. He hits bombs. He's got that rookie record, uh, and mm-hmm. he's the face of the Mets. He's Mr. Met. When, when I was an all-star at the home run derby, I'm like, this guy, he's just like a staple. He represents the Mets, a polar bear, great yeah. nickname for the guy, and they're going to want to retain mm-hmm. him. They, they kept Nimmo. They're not going to let Pete Alonso go, and we had another caller talking about retaining Jeff McNeil. I think it would be very smart of Billy Epler and Steve Cohen to get on that ASAP, McNeil right, and exactly. Alonzo. Like, don't even let that money get to where it's going to be in the next couple years. Like, try and sign them early to long-term deals because we saw everybody, of course, compare what the Braves have mm-hmm. done to what the Mets have done. It does not matter because, honestly, 
they have spent differently than the Mets, and those teams spent the whole season, like, neck and neck, came down to the wire. The Braves barely edged out the Mets for the division. So what? They spent their money and paid guys at a high value versus the uh, Braves stretching their guys' contracts out and not letting their guys hit arbitration or free agency. It's just it's a different business, different brand, different club, different team, and they're able to do that. It's fine. Yeah, I agree with you 100%, Keith. And before you let me go, I just want to say, give you some props. One thing I love about your show is when you bring on the young fans, you know, the, the the teenage kids that call you up and they love you, they love to converse with you. And, you know, it just shows, you know, like those guys, you know, 15 years from now are going to be the callers that we're going to listen to. And, you know, I really love that about, you know, how you you interact with with those young fans yeah I, I i appreciate it i love it too thanks for the call junior i think we had young brandon call earlier young silas was on hold but never got to him and then being on late at night you know they're kids they're going to sleep or playing video games they got other things to do but you know in my first year at wfan you know that was one thing some somebody asked me what was the like one thing you really liked or you didn't expect that you enjoyed the young people that have called the young kids that have called the young kids that have reached out sent fan letters here or uh, DMs. I know I turn my DMs off, so I know a lot of young homies can't hit me on Instagram or Twitter, but that's because, you know, people take it too far. I'm not going to not gonna let people just have a place where they can openly disrespect me behind an anonymous account. <laughs> I had to turn my DMs off. But, uh, you know, the young guys that call WFAN, that listen to WFAN, I appreciate that because coming into the radio, you know, I had some people say stupid stuff like, Nobody listens to the radio. All these kids watch YouTube and listen to podcasts. I'm like, that's not true. There are plenty of kids I can listen to the radio on the Odyssey app, the same place they listen to podcasts. And then on the other hand, I'm a baseball fan. And there's people that say, oh, baseball is dead. There's no kids that watch baseball. Kids don't care about baseball. They care about Steph Curry and LeBron and Patrick Mahomes. No, there's a, a good amount of kids out there that listen to the radio. They watch baseball. They listen to WFAN, they root for the Mets, the Yankees, they're online, and they're on the radio, and the radio will never die. It'll just keep getting passed on and on, because a lot of these young guys that call up, you know, they were sitting in the back seat from three years old on, listening to their dads listen to WFAN and call WFAN, and it rolls, and it keeps going and going and going, 35 years and 40 years and 50 years, and, you know, we get older and we pass it on, so... I appreciate the young kids as much as, you know, you guys appreciate listening to me talk to the young kids. They're the future, and that's where it starts. When I was a young kid, that's when I started having debates. That's when I picked my teams. That's when I started having opinion and takes and thoughts and, you know, really started to love sports. As you get older, you have a job, you have bills, you have responsibilities, you have other things. You can't be as locked in, and I would I would love to have a week. Maybe a week would be too much. Maybe like a weekend where I could be a 13-year-old kid now and just like pull up any game on YouTube, pull up any stats on Google, anything you want to know, you can just find out at your fingertips. You know, you can be streaming games. I remember when they put games on the phone. I'm like, man, I would have loved to be a kid at night, right, where my mom tells me, turn off the TV. Okay, the TV's off, but then I'm under the cover with my... AirPods in 
streaming Thursday night football on an Amazon Prime app on my phone. Like that, like we couldn't do that when I was a kid. So these kids got it made now. The sports world, the technology, man, they can they can be watching Thursday night football on the phone. Mom thinks they're asleep. Meanwhile, it's plus fourteen hundred odds for the Rams to win. And little Johnny is 13 years old. He's got dad's credit card hooked up to FanDuel. He's betting on Baker Mayfield and the Rams to come back. And they do it. And he has the greatest night. And mom never knows. Takes him to school the next day. So how'd you sleep, honey? Great. Great. Made an extra 300 bucks betting on uh, Baker Mayfield and the Rams. Come back and win. <laughs> Let's go to Adam on Long Island. What's up, Adam? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith, thanks so much for taking the call. How you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for calling my show. Uh, anytime. You're the best. I love listening to you at night. You got me through a lot of long drives, just like what I'm doing tonight. So thanks so much. Awesome. And what you're saying about young people is dead on. You know, I'm younger than you. I'm only 27. And, you know, I'm, I've been listening to the fans since I could remember with my dad in the car, just like you said. And I know I'm going to make my kids listen to the fans, too. So you're, you're dead on. Yep. But I, I wanted to ask about, you know, your opinion on the New York baseball teams and their captaincies. I know since uh, the Yankees retained Judge and the Mets signed Nimmo, there have been quite a few articles talking about, you know, both of them being the captains of the teams. And I just find it's kind of unique in the New York market, the way we treat our teams. I feel like we're the only baseball city that really gives a crap about having a captain on the baseball team. So I just was wondering what you think about them as fits for the job and just kind of New York and the baseball teams having captains in general. Yeah, I love it. Thanks for the call, Adam, and the compliments and, you know, relatable stuff. Uh, I haven't heard much about Nimmo being a potential captain. Of course, we've heard for the last, like, two years about Judge being Yankees captain, and I like the captaincy. What does the captain do? Okay, no, the, the captain isn't, like, breaking down the huddle there you know the captain isn't doing giving a motivational speech in the clubhouse maybe he is maybe we don't see that um thinking about what captains do in other sports like going out for the coin toss there is no coin toss but to be known as the yankee captain is like you're the face of everything you're on the front of everything you're the leader it's known and it comes with like honor and prestige so <coughs> sorry <coughs> so with Judge getting the next captaincy, it's like a legacy. He knows that. He's the next Yankee captain. And, you know, some people didn't see Jeter play. Or some of these young people, rather, didn't see Jeter play. So they didn't get to see a Yankee captain, right? If you are, Sweeney Murdy's son is nine. Sweeney Murdy's son didn't, didn't, doesn't remember seeing Derek Jeter play. He didn't, he, there's, there was never a Derek Jeter at bat. That he could say he saw. I remember when Jeter came up in the you know first inning of he can't say that. So that was the last Yankee captain. Judge is the Yankee captain for these young kids. And whether he wears the C on his jersey or not, which I think he should, I think it's cool, I think it's special. Even in like hockey, you know, there's there's captains too, and you, you see that. But um in baseball, I think it's just a respect thing, it's a history thing, a legacy thing, and it's a cool thing to have a clear-cut leader and captain. And Brandon Nimmo uh, is a guy maybe not necessarily because he's an all-star, the best player on the team, but because he's homegrown and he sets the right example, he's got a spark, he plays the right way, leadership-type stuff. Yeah, so 
I don't know, I'm looking up Mets captains, Keith Hernandez, Gary Carter, John Franco, David Wright. The Mets are due for another captain. I mean, David Wright retired in 2018, so that was only four years ago. Um, Derek Jeter retired in 2014, so that was twice as long ago, eight years ago. Judges do up. Maybe Nimmo will be the next captain. Or maybe Alonzo will be the next captain. I don't know. I'm trying to see. Let me look on Twitter. Is is that is that a topic of conversation? Judge, of course, we we know Judge, Yankees captain. But I haven't heard too much buzz about Captain Nimmo. Maybe because Nimmo just got signed last night. Okay, I type in Captain Nimmo on Twitter. Of course, there's stuff there. He, he'd be a consideration on a short lift. List, if so. Could he become the next franchise cat? Yeah. Anthony DeComo wrote about it. Maybe. Maybe. And I think it's cool. I know it doesn't necessarily have a uh, job description or, you know, come with a clear-cut set of duties and responsibilities, but it's cool to have a captain on the team, especially in New York, especially with the history, the prestige, the legacy, and to name a new captain for this generation, I, I, think, it's, I think it's awesome. I think if the Yankees go ahead and give Judge that captaincy – and uh, Brandon Nimmo at the same time. Then you got two outfielders in New York that are captains for their respective teams, and they're both signed for the next eight, nine years. Big deals. I think that'd be dope. I think that'd be cool for 2023. All right, we got to snap this. We got to break this one down, E-Man. Yeah, we're in the halfway point of the hour. About 1.30. Keith McPherson on the fan. When we come back, I'm going to fly through the calls and close the show out. C-Mac comes up at 2 a.m. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, 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 back on the fan. Here we go, here we go. Got 30 minutes to close this show. Got 
30 minutes to kick another flow And on the radio, I gotta let it go It's K to the M to the AM And the beat is going away And I'm slaying and I'm killing Unwritten Hey, hey, hey Let me pick it back up One, two, I don't stop I'm still on the mic so you know I'm gonna rock Hey, E-Man dropped the beat So I had to come through and provide some heat Neat, that's complete That's a freestyle this week <laughs> Thanks, E-Man Keith McPherson on the fan Messing around, you know Bringing the show home, that's it I'm still congested, still got the uh, allergies, but always a pleasure, always a good time. Glad to uh, be here on a Friday night. C-Mac's coming up, and I'm just going to take the rest of the calls, see what you guys want to talk about, baseball, but, you know, that's fine. Can't get too deep into the conversation anywhere else. We could get into NFL talk, but I understand what dominates the airwaves, right? It's a much bigger story when you're seeing your teams get reloaded, when you're seeing your teams... Sign players, make moves, other teams, uh, you know, your division, competitors make moves, stuff like that. So we talk about it and we speculate and we try and figure out what's next. What do they need to do? That's a bigger conversation than, uh, you know, the Jets heading into this Bills rematch. I think they're going to lose that game. The Giants have to face the Eagles. I think they're going to lose that game. And those those games, the conversation really heats up more Monday, right? Because... We'll come in fresh off of Sunday's results, win or lose, and we'll have everything to talk about. But the winter meetings was this week. It was a big week. This is a crazy week for sports. So let's see what you guys are talking about on the line. Let's go to William in Brooklyn as we proceed. Yo. Hello? William in Brooklyn. What's up, Will? Yes, hello. Yes, I I am a long-time First time, but let me tell you this right now. I'm not even a real sports fan like that, but the thing with this is that you guys actually helped me out with the banter back and forth. You guys actually helped me out because I was actually living on the train three years ago. I just got my own place right now. But you guys, actually, you guys actually helped me out, man, because uh, it, it's actually it's actually good vibes that you guys have here. Yeah, it's great. Man. I appreciate I appreciate you guys, man. Cause Good to hear so that you're I, you're doing well and you're on your feet. And WFAN yeah. helped you during that time as you were figuring yeah. it out. Yeah, because yeah, so, so so many nights I would actually be listening to you guys, positive vibes all the time, man. So I thank you guys, and I'm sorry that I had to say that. The no, thing. I'm, I'm glad I got you on so you could express that and, and let everyone yeah. listening know and let me know. Thank you for that. Yeah, man. I I, I hope, hope you guys have a great holiday. And thank you. And thank you, man. Thank you. Keep going. Okay? Thanks for the call, Will. Happy thank holidays. You. you never know who's listening. You never know what people are going through. So why not be kind? Why why not be nice? Why not, you know, why not have a show that's fun where you're not putting anyone down or you're not talking down on anyone, you're not hanging up the phone on people? You know, why not approach the show like we're all hanging out and be positive and have good energy, no matter who it is, whether it's me or C-Mac or Sal or anyone in the past, present. Uh, you know, Will just said, he, you know, three years ago he was living on the train. And now he just got his own place in New York, I'm assuming. Listens to WFAN. New York is a tough place to be. It's rough. I mean, 
I came on and I told you guys I used to listen to WFAN while I was driving Lyft Uber. Wasn't in the best place that I've ever been in my life while I was driving Lyft Uber, but having that radio on, you're like a fly on the wall. You're a part of a conversation. You're even a part of a family. You're even a part of a group. Like if if you're a WFAN listener, you get to hear from all these different hosts every day, every week, whoever you like, whatever different shows you're in on these conversations, you know, even though you're not getting to talk on the mic, you're hearing all of this. And we all hope that like this stuff is entertaining or, you know, is uh, a break from your work or the struggles of every everyday life. Like, you know, it, this is radio. It's a free program. It's, you know, something that you don't have to pay for. You don't have to subscribe to it. It, it never turns off. And yeah, that, uh, I, I can I can relate to that. That was a, an emotional call, but I'm glad that Will was able to get through and he could share that because maybe someone else right now is listening that's not in the best, you know, situation that they've ever been in. But I remember I, I used to have this, you know, written in a notebook. Like if you're if you're going through hell, keep going. Because if you're in the worst part, you know that you're in, keep going. You got to go through it to get to it. Like. Keep going. And if WFAN, listen to WFAN at night, gets you through, then then good for us and good for you. Keep going and you'll you'll get there. It's it's not forever. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. Moving the line along. Let's go to Robbie in Brooklyn on the fan. What's up, Robbie? Hi, Keith. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. I want to talk about the Jets. You're talking about baseball. You're talking about Alonso and and Aaron Judge. I'm a Yankee fan, but I'm also a Jets fan. It's Jets season. Yeah, the Jets are so about to get last, cooked. <laughs> I, last night I, I was feel talking sorry about, for them. I feel sorry for them going out there to Orchard Park, but they're they're probably going to get washed. Uh, Mike well, White. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. In order for the Jets to win, and they got a possibility, they could win in Buffalo. The important thing is that they play decent place. When you have fourth down, uh, first and one on the one-yard line and and you're standing there and you're throwing the ball to Berrios over the middle instead of running the ball four <laughs> times, it's insane. Yeah, got to have better insane. play calling and in the red zone with the game on the line. You can run the ball for one yard. Or some kind of misdirection. One yard. Throw it to the tight end, motion a guy and get him open and, and, and motion him across the formation. I don't know. We've seen those two-point plays. All NFL teams are supposed to have a package of two-point plays, plays to get them two yards that you can score in the red zone with. Or, one, or run the ball for one yard. <laughs> right, or just keep four, running the ball. Down to run the ball for they're, one they're yard. They're down there two running backs. I you bet know. you if they had Brees Hall, they would have ran the ball. I bet you if they had Michael Carter, they would have ran the ball. But they're they're down to third and fourth string running backs and a running back that they trade traded for and James Robinson and uh, you know Bam Knight. So they don't they're not confident in those guys. And then they're putting the ball in the hands of Mike White. He's throwing to Barrios. Barrios catches and that he, ball. Barrios catches that Mike, ball. They win. Mike that ball White, hit him in the chest. Mike White played his heart out. He and really did. Zach Wilson he played beat, his heart out. Zach Wilson beat the but Bills last he, year. He was only following instructions. Sure, but Mike White is a better quarterback. I know it's 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 Zach Wilson I that like, he's got to be better I like than Zach Wilson. I really do. Nah, there's not much to like about him. You don't have to say that just because you're a Jets fan. Zach Wilson's Come not on, a good I quarterback. Really like the guy. 
I, I mean, know, what? You like his young. headband? You like he's his gritty? Like he? There's nothing that he's done yeah. quarterback wise to like. He's and that's okay. He he's frustrating he to beat watch. The Buffalo Bills. Yeah, but he beat the Buffalo Bills. He, he beat the Buffalo Bills. He beat the Buffalo Bills by not turning the ball over and 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 not trying exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah, but that was like that was more on the defense. I'm actually in here rewatching that right now. I think on NFL Network they're replaying Buffalo versus uh, versus the Jets. No problem. Um, they're playing the Buffalo versus Jets game. That game was not won or lost by Zach Wilson. He was a bystander. He was you know he was on the bus. He was not driving the bus. He just did enough and uh, got the ball to guys like Garrett Wilson or whatever. And the defense won that game. That defense stopping Josh Allen. And Stefan Diggs. It's not going to be that way. I'm telling you, it's not going to be that way in the rematch. I know they can't wait for this rematch. And yeah, they're down Von Miller, but the Bills are going to roll the Jets. And that's not a, you know, Craig Carton saying, oh, prediction. Or like, nah, I'm just being honest with you. The Jets are not going into Bills Mafia land, Orchard Park this Sunday, this late in the season against a Bills team that knows what time it is. They're not beating them. I think they can compete with them. I just don't expect them to go, to win. I think they could lose this game by like 10 or, or 14 or 15. Anywho, Matt is in East Windsor on the fan. Go for it, Matt. Hey, I actually uh, want to talk about Mike White and the Jets right now. Um, Keith, I love you, but I completely disagree about them getting washed by the Bills this weekend. I think if they beat the Bills with Zach Wilson, who is an XFL talent, He's horrible, <laughs> and they beat the Bills with him. Why can't Mike White beat them? And why can't Mike White be a possible long-term answer for the Jets? Here's my thinking. When Zach Wilson beat them, they were coming off that loss to the Patriots. It was one of those things in the NFL, any given Sunday, it's week to week. The Bills underestimated their opponent, and the Bills also weren't playing well. That was around the time that uh, Josh Allen had the uh, – I think that that actually was the game that he got the injury. They they had like a, a stretch of few weeks where they, they weren't looking like the almighty Bills that everybody picked to win the Super Bowl in the beginning of the year, and the Jets caught them then. But I think they've gotten back on their horse, and I think they're licking their chops for this rematch. Mike White, I think, is just – he he's mid to me. He's a good quarterback, but he looks better because you've had to watch Zach Wilson. But I don't yeah. think he's a 10-year guy. I don't think he's a franchise guy. I don't think he would have – he would have slipped through the cracks if he was that good of a guy. But I think he's a good enough quarterback. I think he's a good personality in that locker room. I think people like him. But I don't know if he's I don't know if he's much better than what we've seen. I think he's all right. I think his ceiling is like, you know, he just played against Kirk Cousins. I'm like, he, his yeah. ceiling is to be a Kirk Cousins with a little bit of work. But I, I don't see it. We'll see what he does this week against, you know, on the road against a better defense, right? So far, yep. all he's done is beat the Bears defense and the Vikings defense he yep. lost to. And those are yep. two of the worst passing defenses in the league. Let's see what he does against the Bills. In my opinion, they're not gonna they're not gonna have a good time on Sunday. Yeah, um, obviously, I think this is the game where they really decide whether or not Mike White's going to start for the rest of the season. I mean, obviously, if he if he doesn't do well, they probably should go back to Zach if they're not going to be able to make. The nah, playoffs, there's but... no reason to go back to Zach. In my opinion, I, I think like well, if they if they're if they're not if they're not going to make the playoffs, why would you not start Zach? You know, yeah, yeah I, I'm not a Zach guy, but you know, I, I understand if mathematically, like their percentage is down to like 37 percent chance if they lose this week, and the percentage looks like, hey, this isn't going to happen. Then, you know, you go out with with Zach to see if he's learned anything. But I just think like they need to just like shelter him, hide him, like let 
if anything, yeah. evaluate Mike White the rest of the way. You've seen Zach Wilson for more games than Zach Zach uh, White. So you've seen yeah, Zach I, Wilson for more games than Mike White. Yeah, and, and and as far as like Mike White being a long term answer, in my opinion, I think he could. He doesn't have to be this the greatest QB ever with the Jets' defense that they have and with the weapons that they have. All they need is an average quarterback to be able nah, to make I'm, I'm telling you, Garrett Wilson is special. The first thing I, I said was if you have a Garrett Wilson, which they do, you go get a quarterback that can really get him the ball and work well with him. Mike White has been good with him. And, but, like, if you get him a quarterback that actually, like, can really grow with him over the next few years, if it's not Zach Wilson, which I don't think so, yeah. like, you don't want to waste a talent like Garrett Wilson by having just a, an I, average quarterback. Yeah, and I would agree with that, but as far as the, the choices for other QBs within the next two years, I don't think there's going to be a lot of options for them. I think so there's going to be Mike a couple White options. I think there's going to be a couple veteran options this offseason. It sucks that, like, you know, uh, we can't call it, like, Jimmy G got hurt, Derek yeah. Carr might be released, but I think there's going to be some veteran options that pop up that are going to make Jets fans say, hmm, maybe this guy can be better than Mike White, Joe Flacco, and Zach Wilson. Like, honestly, those three together – are 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 not a good three to have. Yeah, I, I guess so. You know, you you get Baker Mayfield pops up on a team oh, that had no, no, no. Uh, Bryce no. Perkins, John Walford, yeah. and a hurt Matt Stafford. Baker Mayfield is talented enough and competitive enough to learn in forty eight hours enough to go out there and win a game like that. Like, there's going to be someone else that moves around, uh, either a backup right now, like. I don't know. There's there's going to be another option. I think Mike White is good enough because you had to watch Zach Wilson. But dream bigger. I know they got to be dreaming bigger. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously compared to Zach, he he's leagues better. But um, I but mean, if he, in your if own division, leads, you got to deal with yeah, you got to deal with Josh Allen. Two is probably not going anywhere. I don't know what they're going to do with Mac Jones. I don't know. There's room to go get a better quarterback than all of a sudden you have the second best quarterback in the division. Third best. Cause I don't want to keep acting like two isn't having a great year. He is. So, so let me ask you this. If Mike white leads the jets to the playoffs, if they make the playoffs and say they don't even have to win a playoff game, if they win one playoff game is, would he be the starter next year? You think? I think all bets are off for that. Like it's like coming to come into camp and earn it again. Cause they, they have a high draft pick in Zach and I think they got to dream bigger. I think they got to think about, hey, who's going to be out there as a veteran that we could bring in here that's ready to roll with talented receivers, talented running back, and a defense like this. The Jets, they got a tough road. I don't think they beat the Lions. I think they can beat the Jaguars. Yeah. The Seahawks going out there to face the 12, then the Dolphins. I don't know. I, we'll see. I think it's about evaluating Mike White the rest of the way, hoping that you know any given Sunday happens and they somehow beat the Bills this week. But... I don't see it happen. I think they I think they lose three in a row. Maybe they beat the Jags. Maybe they beat the Seahawks, and then it's going to be close. They'll probably need that Dolphins game. I don't know. Can't call. All right. Thanks for the call, Matt. Hate to be uh, Debbie Downer. Hate to be realistic, but the Jets and the Giants are coming back down to earth. They were never projected or expected to be playoff teams this year in 2023 or 2022 going into 2023. Uh, I think – a valiant effort, being close, being in the hunt is a good enough season. Sure, you'd like to see one of them, if not both of them, make the playoffs, playoffs but if they come up short, all eyes got to be on 2023, 20, improving the team where you you see their weaknesses, you know the obvious needs they have. You make those improvements, you go into 2023, 
and they're projected to make the playoffs, and you expect them to make the playoffs. But if they come up short this year, that's a good year in a rebuild that you were even close, and you stole some games, and you won more games than Vegas expected you to win. Keep McPherson on the fan. This is my last break. Come back and take these calls, and then I'm out of here. C-Max coming up next. BRB. Well, uh, yeah, that's about all the time I've got. Back time probably hits in like three minutes, two minutes. E-Man's going to give me four. Let's see if I can get these two calls in in four minutes. Let's go to Lisa in New Jersey. You got it, Lisa. Oh, hi, um, Phil. This is Lisa from New Jersey. I haven't called you in a while. Um, I'm still was getting over upset being about that my Mets didn't make it through the um, <laughs> World Series, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, but a couple, couple months, got to shake that off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're refueling. They they're picking everything back up. Um, I just I know you. I quickly call. I went to the Baseball Hall of Fame a few weeks ago, and have you ever been there? Oh no, I haven't gotten up there yet. Yeah, if you ever get a chance, make sure you go. That place is wonderful. Yeah. Anybody that loves baseball, it's it's the best. I when, can't when go the CC goes, that's when I have have my eye on it. But oh yeah, yeah, it's like everything. They got a, a place for the, the special section for the Negro League. They got a special section for Beirut. They got a special section. It's just it's just so much for you to talk, you know, to talk about. Of course. Um, but also, I wanted to bring up um, Jacob Degrom. Um, like he was a free agent, so to me, he had a right to go where you know where he wanted. To go, I don't know. I know some people was upset, you know, that he left, but um, yeah, you know, I think it was he, how he left, right? He opted out. He said he was going to opt out. He wasn't available. He makes eleven starts. Then when you hear that he signed and he took a five year deal with an option for six and didn't go back to the Mets, it's like, come on, man! Yeah, but I, he has the right to, you know, yeah, to go where he wants. That is free agency. It's, it's freedom right. in that. And have you ever heard? You heard of Kirk, Kirk Flood before, right? Of course. He, he, they, these these players that thank their lucky stars for what he did for the for the for the MLB. That's why they're reaping all the benefits, even though he lost his case. But these players now are reaping all the benefits for what Kirk Flood did. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why there's the player association, and we had the yeah. lockout and the owners and mm-hmm. all that stuff. They got to hit free agency. They got to try and get top dollar, and it's their right to choose wherever they go. Thanks for the call, Lisa. Last call. Goes to Ross in Bergen County. Got it in there. Hey, Keith, thanks for having me back on. I know today was a disaster on my phone. Yeah, part, what, what was going on quick. with your phone earlier, bro? I don't Bluetooth? know, man. Maybe it was the studio Service? or something. Yeah, I think our me? computer system was messed up. You got me? You still hear me? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> All right. We I'll lost you the last to... time. Yeah, I know. And I know you're up against the clock, so I'm going to try to be quick with it. All right, so. First things first, I know last time I called you, I didn't want Verlander, and that was before DeGrom signed. You know what? Looking back at the realistic options, I think he was the best one, so I'm fine with that. But that two rings with him and Scherzer, it's ring or bust at this point. Nimmo, I think the value you're getting for him, I think he's a really solid option, given there were no other center field options on the market. So great signing there. And one quick thing about Rodone, I know he's in rumors with the Yankees, even a couple of Mets rumors here and there. I think, and Pete Hoffman brought up a great point. You look at all his years before he had contract years, where his contract was expiring, he didn't, he didn't have an ERA under three, except for his rookie year. That was still 3.75. So regardless of who signs him, I think it's a really risky investment. If it's the Yankees, I think whoever gets him is going to be an overpayment. But even when you look at their rotation, I think it's at that point, like with Judge, some overpayments, you got to risk it for the disky. You know what I mean? Yeah, some, it's his time to get paid. He, uh, you know, he hasn't yeah. been as available either. He had some years where he was where he was hurt. Um, all of this is a gamble. All of this is a risk. 
But and even he's, his, he's a top yeah, guy out there. Somebody's going to roll the dice for him and land him. Even his bridge deal, too. You know, I brought up a few times. You look at it, he went, he went to San Francisco, had his best season coming off his best season in Chicago. And you look at these guys in San Francisco, Mets fans know one uh, very damn well. And Darren Ruff, you know, these guys, Kevin Gosman goes to San Fran, he revives his career. So, you know, they, teams like San Fran, Milwaukee, Tampa, they're a little fishy with these guys that go there and all of a sudden become all-stars. Mets just got one in Brooks Raley. The guy was a nobody for the first five years of his career. I think he was in Japan before he got to Tampa. All of a sudden, he's a sub-three ERA reliever. So, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. worked some magic in Tampa with that guy. I hope he's good. Lefty yeah. reliever for the, for the Mets. And, yeah, you're right about that. I don't know. It, it's something about New York, too. Pinstripes are heavy, navy blue and royal blue, both sides. Yeah, look at Montes. He's a disaster all of a sudden. Yeah, and the Yankees are going to depend on him as a fourth or fifth starter. That's why they need another guy like a Rod- Rodon or who knows. Ross, thanks for the all call, right, brother. Appreciate, appreciate it. That's all we've got. That's all I've got. It's a Friday into a Saturday. C-Max coming up next so you can listen to him talk about sports. That's all I've got for my show thank you for listening at keith mcpherson on the internet if you do that i'll be back monday thank you wfan good night everybody be safe out there christian mcmonagle christian mcmonagle i don't think it's christian mcmonagle i think it's just chris christopher mcmonagle is coming up next appreciate it i'm out The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.